Yo, I'm Samuel Sarfo. I'm Adam Dash. And welcome to the Sound Central Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. We've got a lot to talk about, so don't waste your time. Independent artists, make sure you send your stuff. We're supporting you guys like crazy, and we want to continue to do that. Let's not waste your time, and let's get to it. Yeah, so it's been another week, an exciting week. Uh, Tell me how you're feeling. What's your playlist title? Um, What you been up to? Uh, Playlist title will be Get Rich or Die Trying. Shout out to 50 Cent. And the very first song would have to be, and I'm giving this guy a shout out again, Jams the Flavor Child, his single, um, Who Can I Trust with Travis yeah, I, I Thompson. Bump that album. Oh my God. I think that project Travis is, is fire. So fire. Um, I was listening to him like 2018. He dropped the EP. That's when I first heard of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that Jams project and that song, as well as 40K a month, are some of my favorite songs of the year so far. But Who Can I Trust? Why? Because I definitely don't trust Marvel, man. I saw a lot of movies <laughs> today. First with Thor. Have you seen Thor yet, my guy? I have not, and I've only heard bad things about okay. Thor. I won't, I won't spoil it too much, but my God. I just heard it's too funny. <laughs> it's it's funny, but it's so stupidly goofy. Like, Marvel was really like, let's just do the dumbest stuff. Did you see the yeah. stuff about the CGI, how bad it was? Yeah, I heard about that. It That, that movie was it, it's bad. It's so bad. And I definitely can't trust Marvel. And it seems like <laughs> after Infinity War, all the OGs are gone now. Uh, yeah. The way that it's going with these new guys, <laughs> y'all can keep it, it's man. It's hard. Because my, I can't. <laughs> My issue with it is it's too, it's too many TV shows to have to watch for me mm-hmm. to understand the next movie. Where it's fine. Like some of the TV shows are good, but some of them like just don't seem that interesting to me. Or it's just a lot of TV to watch just to watch a movie and understand it. So yeah. hopefully they don't make like the next movies too confusing if you did not watch the TV series, as most people probably don't watch them. Um, but I need to see I need to see Thor. I mean, hey, bro, there's no rush. I promise you, there's no <laughs> rush. Um, and I also saw Elvis too, and that was one. And I watched I saw both you these. Loved with it. My, yep, I watched these both with my boy Sean. Um, yo, you have to watch it. It's amazing. Yeah, I need to and see it. okay, so what do you know about Elvis? That's my question for you. Like, what do you know about him? What do I know about Elvis? I remember because I was actually at the um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Columbus mm-hmm. with my dad a couple months ago. So I remember seeing that he um. Used to go to um, clubs that was just uh, like black jazz players playing mm-hmm. and rock and roll, and he was like the only white person there. And this is coming from the rock and roll. I don't know what's actually true. Yeah. But um, and that he like was obsessed with the music and was just like had this swagger about him that no one's seen before. That yeah, I don't know. that's kind of it. Yeah, and I think it's something similar to Eminem. Like he was brought up um, in that poor area, and that's where he was introduced yeah. to the black culture. And I remember, like, maybe you heard it too, but it was like recently, like when cancel culture was at its peak, <laughs> they were trying to cancel Elvis too. Like, yeah. they're like, oh, he's trash and maybe stole music and stuff like that. But back then, people used to do re editions of songs and it would take songs that are already made yeah. and make them again. But, um, dude, the, did you know that? And this is what blew my mind. There was a part in the scene, I won't say too much, I don't want to spoil it for you. His music, he was so he was being so authentically himself, right? And obviously at that time he was a white guy doing black music, presenting yeah. it to a white audience. And obviously preppy white people weren't feeling it. They basically forced this guy to go to jail or go to military service. He went to military service for like two or three years. So like yeah, Loki Elvis was like uh, you know how people give kudos like NWA for being a stepping stone for artists to say what uh-huh. they want now, why Tyler can used to do that goblin yeah. stuff and Eminem, whatever. But Elvis was one too, bro. Like imagine being like imagine the government coming to you like, you're going to jail. You went to the military. Just for your music. It's crazy. I remember, I'm not sure exactly, I'm going to get the band wrong, but I remember Mac Hami said on a uh, West Side Gun song, he said Elvis Presley stole, is it Little Waters? Someone's flow. Mm-hmm. He was talking about how he stole uh, black people's music. 
Yeah, and um, it's like this thing. I don't I, this. I don't know what's true, what's not. If you go back in time and look at it, it seems like the black people didn't mind. Like it was the same thing as Eminem. Like he was part of the culture. But yeah. looking in hindsight from our generation now, I think it's more so just like, oh, F Elvis, because he was white and people call him the king. I think the yeah. problem is that's the problem. Like they're calling him king when people and black people are doing the exact same yeah, thing yeah. and not getting the same notice. But I don't blame Elvis for that. I blame whatever, like media, society, the industry for that. You know what I mean? I was uh, just yeah. there. And he was also being abused by his manager. That was basically the whole theme of the story, of the movie. Like he was just yeah, being financially that's, that's and Tom physically Hanks and mentally abused. Yep, Tom Hanks, yep. I need to see that movie. Then this week, one of my favorite directors, if not my favorite ever, Jordan Peele, dropping his new movie, Nope. Oh, I'm, I'm watching so that. excited for that. Is that this week? Yeah, it comes out the 22nd. Shoot, let me shoot my boy up, Sean up. We're going to watch that one too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hyped for that one. <laughs> Um, but for my playlist title mm-hmm. this week, um, I since went last Wednesday, I was in New York City for the entire week. I'm staying in my brother's apartment, so I'm going to go- New York City? Like New, yeah, York, New York City. City? Oh, man. New York City. So yeah. I'm going to go uh, no sleep till Brooklyn. Uh, I wasn't Bye. used to going out this late in a while, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I was tired. And actually, so I saw on Instagram, Smino was doing this whole thing where he was riding around in the ice cream truck doing a collab. And this thing said- um, Billionaire Boys Club, the brand in New York City, mm-hmm. said that they were doing they were at their store would be an appearance by Smino. So I'm like, perfect. Oh, I'm in New York at City the store. at the store. So I go yeah, to the store. Different. Imagine a store so, yeah. just bringing out so, talk to your artist. It's weird. So I go to the store and there's a whole line. So I was under the impression it was going to be a meet and greet with Smino, and you know it's one of my favorite artists ever. So excited. So I it says between five and seven, Smino is making an appearance. So I get there at five and there's a whole long line and they let every single person into the store and everyone is kind of just like mindlessly walking around because I think they're all there for the same reason. It's yep. like meet Smino. And I stand there for an hour and he never showed up. And I had a Bruh. dinner with my entire family, so I had to leave. So I think he came at some point, but I don't I don't know what the point of it was. And I kind of, I Damn. missed my chance. They finessed y'all. They literally Bro, had a sign. Sad. The sign clearly said Smino will be here. Is that it said, it said Smino will make an appearance. No, it's my fault for thinking making an appearance meant it was a meet and greet. Mm-hmm. I guess I was a little confused. But it said 5 to 7. Yeah, so I so thought he'd he, be yeah. there from 5 to 7 or something at least. By the time it was 6 o'clock, he had not gotten there yet, and I had to leave to go to dinner. So I think he came at some point, but oh. I got scammed. So he possibly could have came between 6 and yeah, 7. Yeah, but you'll but I don't even know. know. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally think he had came. I took a selfie with everyone. like. Damn. Not each, not individually, but he took a selfie, like ah, and then and just left. That's so rough, man. What store was this? Billionaire Boys Club. It's some like hype beast type type Damn, of brand. We ain't supporting them, man. Yeah, we'll catch hurt. us there. It <laughs> hurt. Um, so to, to get into some of our topics for today, so I put out a tweet today that said, mm-hmm. um, "We're looking for independent artists, as always. Like, drop your link." And to my surprise, there's a hundred, like over a hundred people submitted their music, and this. Um, I've been in this position before where I've tweeted my music under someone saying something similar, like independent artists, send me your stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've done the classic Spotify link and just put it under. And I'm realizing that the person behind the screen who tweeted that, that's not very enticing. So first thing I realized is, and I've met, we've mentioned this so many times, album cover is so important mm-hmm. because if I have 110 different people asking me to listen to their music, if it's not an enticing cover or it looks a little makeshift, sadly, it's not going to make someone click play if they don't know your music. Mm-hmm. Um, you should follow the person you're tweeting the music to. Selfishly, I want the followers, but also, like, you should be like, su- 
if you expect someone to listen to your music, for sure, you should probably follow them. <laughs> so I've noticed a lot of people. A lot of people did follow me, but a lot yeah. of people didn't. Mm-hmm. And partly was that I should have tagged the sound centric account mm-hmm. from the beginning. I didn't realize it would get so many people to listen. Mm-hmm. And another thing I realized, I think people who submit a video of their song, so maybe take like a, a small little lyric video, of the chorus, that's so much that will get someone just to click play quickly versus me clicking your link tree, then going to Spotify and then yeah. listening to a whole song. Mm-hmm. So that's something I learned today, just seeing from the other side. Really cool album cover, very important, and maybe a visual. And maybe just write a paragraph like, yo, thank you so much for just con- mm-hmm. taking the time to listen to this. Because something when it's just a Spotify link, it doesn't make me want to click on it. Yeah. But someone maybe who's appreciative or someone who is just kind of giving them a quick bio of who they are. Like one guy goes, my music is a mixture of um, Bon Iver, Frank Ocean, and Mad Lib. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and I had a click play. And it was and- really good. Oh, was it? <laughs> what was no, I'll, I'll send it to you after. It was, <laughs> right. it was good. And, that's um, when it gets I, you. Yeah. But like that's like a that's that was smart because for one, those people all have very big fan bases and very like niche fan bases. So I'm like Frank Ocean and Madlib, like that's gonna be a really cool, a really cool collab. So that was just my advice that I learned today for independent artists. If you're ever in the position of submitting your music, um, just think about the person that's just it's obviously a normal person who doesn't have time to listen to 110 plus songs. So you gotta kind of do something to make yourself stand yeah. out. Yeah, um, it's tough. Like, again, in this uh, digital era, it's funny because it's easier than ever to make music. Uh, you can just buy a home studio, you can record at home, and because of social media, you can share your music like crazy. But I also feel like at the same time, it's also very ineffective because just sharing your music out there, people won't care. Yeah, People are seeing thousands of images and videos per second on Twitter. And I was watching, I forget who said this quote, but they're basically like, how can you conquer the world when you can't even conquer your city? So when you start over, when you start at like when you start as a beginner, um, as an artist making music, although you can try to conquer different states and try to get people to listen to you, it's probably easier to get your folks to listen to you. Because if your music is truly that good, yeah. I'm sure your friends, their peers, and then eventually your city will rock with you. I know again, I was following uh, an artist, will not say the guy's name, but he is a dope artist. But man, this guy would spam his videos yeah, yeah. and music videos 24-7. It would get like one like. I had him follow the dude. But I, I, get, I get the effort. But I don't know. It's hard It's hard to, prevent, to yeah. market yourself all the time as an artist. Yeah. It's, it's tough. And in response to your point, I think because of streaming, music is a little less regional now. Because mm-hmm. now you can go mm-hmm. on Apple Music and hear the Chicago sound yeah. and the South sound. And it's so easy. So like a town like New York City might not have this New York sound anymore. Because mm-hmm. it's such a breeding ground for all these different types of music. Yep. So it's a little hard maybe to conquer a town as it was in the early 2000s or in like early 2010s when you had people like Logic and J. Cole mm-hmm. and Kendrick kind of rising and starting small and local and rising from there. But I saw someone say this once. I think it was it was Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. It was someone talking about music and – oh, no, it was Pusha T because Pusha T is from the DMV area, mm-hmm. Maryland. And he was saying that Maryland artists, like you guys, it's on you guys to come together. And it's important for if you're a New Jersey artist or a Columbus artist or whatever city you're from, try to find the other talent in your area and like work together on it. And that's something I need to do more. I'm just like, I don't do that. And I definitely need to reach out to more people because mm-hmm. it's first off, it's way more fun to make music with people mm-hmm. and they will give you hopefully the respectable criticism that can push you because making music in your room alone is safe and fun, mm-hmm. but it's not always the best for pushing you to be more creative or doing something a little different. Yeah, 100%. And 
life lesson for everyone. It's although it's tough, it's not about what you know. Sometimes it really is who you know. Yeah. It's all about networking. People are placed in these positions you see because of who they knew or that person they knew. They knew someone else, and they mm-hmm. they knew they knew someone else. Um, so it really is about that. Yeah, man, it it, it is what it is. Yeah. It's definitely tough being an independent artist, but there's there's different ways and means of trying to get your music out there. But yeah, and kind of in relation to the um, uh, topic of regional rap, we mm-hmm. saw that online Conway and Pete Rock were both getting very angry with Funk Flex mm-hmm. because. And it's been a thing. And I trust me, I've watched that Griselda freestyle on Funk Flex way too many times to count. It's one of my favorite freestyles ever. And Funk Flex is sitting there looking so unimpressed and so bored. And it's a constant thing that Funk Flex does not support New York City artists. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, and I, I get ads all the time on Facebook Messenger of Funk Flex being like, submit your music to me for $2,500. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, hell no, I ain't doing that. Do you, are you thinking about um, the same person in mind when he said he doesn't support a New York artist? You know, are you thinking about the same person? Marlon Craft. Oh yeah. my God. The comment section bash Flex. Yeah. He was like, oh my. Marlon was saying the craziest stuff. And this was Flex. And then after Bar, he goes, bars. <laughs> so Marlon <laughs> drops eight minutes of just gems. Mm-hmm. And Funk Flex goes, So you have anxiety. Like, bro, that's <laughs> what you got from that freestyle? I, yeah, that comment section's crazy. It's with a lot of Funk Flex freestyle that, like, Dude, just react. Because <laughs> yeah. you're, you're hearing, like during Black Thoughts, he's mm-hmm. he's videotaping like he's hyped for it. Mm-hmm. And you should be hyped because that's the greatest yeah. freestyle ever. Mm-hmm. But come on, dude. Griselda, Conway, and Benny mm-hmm. go so hard on that. It's one of my favorite ever. And yeah. I, I support them. I saw Funk Flex was like roasting Conway's ass mm-hmm. on Instagram about mm-hmm. it. But Pete Rock was saying the same thing. Um, they deserve more respect in like the New York City area. Yeah. Definitely. Also, I saw the video too of Conway bashing Flex. Surprisingly, because I thought maybe Flex would be heavy with Griselda. Like, it's Griselda, and yeah. they're from New York. And I know it's a definitely a thing where it's like gatekeeping of rap, but I don't know. I, I know Flex is obviously respected. Like, he is the, the like one of the forefathers yeah. who came through and put hip-hop on a medium through the media to reach the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe he's done it for a long time. And maybe he's just old. Yeah. He really doesn't care I mean, that I was much. Even, <laughs> I saw a clip on Twitter today. It's from Nas from 2002 where he mm. was even saying that like he's in fuck with Funk Flex. He's like, this guy just gets oh. the bag to play certain music. Really? I'll send it, yeah, I'll send it to you after. But Dang. yeah, Nas, it was 2002. So he, it's mm-hmm. been a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I grew up just watching these freestyles. I don't mm-hmm. know him as much as a radio personality as I do know him as the guy who's hosting the freestyles. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they seem to be understandably mad that Griselda... Obviously, they're not New York City artists; they're Buffalo artists. But mm-hmm. come on, they're in New York. Like you gotta play them. That's that. If you're at, if you're sitting around saying, "Where's the old school boom bap rap?" It's yeah. in your. It's this. It's peak form of that rap. Yeah. Yo, that's crazy. Again, I don't. Again, it's Griselda. Like who doesn't mess with yeah. Griselda? And the, the fact opplet. that they're saying it, that's not a good look for Flex, and everyone knows about it. But anyway, Flex. Although I love uh, Flex and his show and his freestyles, I mess with Hot ninety seven mostly. My boy Peter, yeah, uh, Paul, Peter uh, Rosenberg, no, yeah. yeah, Peter Rosenberg, Ebro, and Laura Ebro. Styles. Yeah, those are those are my, yeah. that's my spot. and Sway. Shout oh, out Sway. Sway, Heather B. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, he's a great interviewer too. And we were talking about the Boogie interview with um, Amon Shepard and Eminem came on. Yeah. Um, but Sway's always been putting people on, especially like oh, yeah. our guy Marlon Kraft. He's mm-hmm. had him on a bunch of times. Um, and then Jams was also on Sway as well. Really? Recently. So he's all, yep, yep. That's um, go check that I think out. He, um, I think he yeah. follows me on Twitter for no reason. J- uh, he's Sway? Never, yeah, he's never responded to me. It's been years. Hey, I think bro, he just follows no, me. That's no problem. As he should, yeah. bro. Hey, I have bro. a bash right here. <laughs> <laughs> and then some more crazy news was that Kanye West 
was set to headline months ago. They announced this for Rolling Loud Miami, mm-hmm. and Conway or Kanye does not do festivals, mm-hmm. so this gets a lot of tickets. And this week, I believe it's coming up this weekend. They announced that Kanye pulled out, and they're replacing him with Kid Cudi. And I have never seen so much Kid Cudi slander in my life. It's all the kind. What? Why, why are they slandering him? He didn't do anything. It's because all the Kanye because they have be- he has beef with Kanye right now, mm, and all the Kanye fans are going mm. crazy. And no, it's fair. You can't replace Kanye West as a headlining act with Kid Cudi. Just Kid Cudi doesn't have the material to compete with Kanye West. It's just not the same show. Um, and people were really mad, and they were thinking, "Did Rolling Loud know this for weeks?" Mm-hmm. And they wanted the sales to keep going up, so they announced it the week before. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing all these like big um, hip hop Twitter accounts like debating hip hop. Mm-hmm. Being they're pissed because he's a whole trip plan. Yeah. To go. Oh. Okay. So, I mean, man, I, anything with Kanye, I don't really care anymore. I won't cap, yeah. but I do feel bad for the for the fans. But listen, can they get a refund? Is it too late to get a refund? I bet it is. Yeah. I mean, if you're coming from a different That's crazy, okay, you're coming from a different city. It. It's in Miami. Getting plane you tickets pay for and flights stuff like that. Yeah, sucks. And Kid yeah. Cudi's not playing anything from Kid See Ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, ain't play, he ain't playing any of the, the Kanye collabs. That's bad. And I'm a huge Kid Cudi fan. And uh, honestly, we get to talk about this now. I think it's awesome that he mm-hmm. re-released one of my favorite mixtapes ever, mm-hmm. a kid named Cudi, yep. um, with a new cover. Mm-hmm. The Prayer is one of the best songs, if not Boom. his best song ever. Yeah. So I've been waiting years because Dat Piff has an annoying-ass app. So I'm so mm-hmm. happy it's finally just in my library. Um, I definitely re- wish more artists did that. I know it's tough because sampling hard, yeah. and stuff. But I wish more artists would do that. I know Logic did recently with YS Collection, and that was incredible. Yeah. Um, a few artists here and there. I think ASAP. Yep, ASAP Rocky dropped his. Yeah. Um, a few Mac other Miller people. dropped yeah, faces. Mac- mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm gonna talk directly to Ibrahim Hamad and mm-hmm. Jermaine Cole. Oh yes, Drop sir, Friday please. Night Lights. Come on. Please drop oh, Friday Night Lights. I thought that's impossible. We need it. Key. The samples on that. Is. The samples. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't get even no on, clearance. <laughs> I don't know how exactly it works, but um, mm-hmm. even for Diablo by Mac Miller on Faces, mm-hmm. that sample is in a sentimental mood by, fuck, who is it? I don't know. Some, one of the most famous musicians ever. I'm just blanking on who it is. Okay. And they couldn't clear it, so they mm-hmm. remade the sample. But I don't know what goes mm-hmm. into what that means. Like, Can you still use the same notes? Is that still copying it? So the know. song on Apple Music is not the same mm-hmm. as the one you can find on like YouTube or something. Yeah, I guess that is being, I mean, that's that is hip hop. That's what hip hop has always been about. Um, yeah. Sampling and not getting caught. That's primo <laughs> 90s. That's that's a real artist yeah. sampling, whether that's tuning up the pitch, changing the loop a little bit, chopping it up, or restarting it from scratch. You got this by any yeah. means necessary. It is what but it I is. But need, I need Friday Night Lights to come on. Because I downloaded it from YouTube, mm-hmm. and for some reason, all the songs are like five minutes long. So mm-hmm. like halfway through the song, it restarts, and I'm, I can't listen to it. <laughs> Hopefully they can put it on. Shout out to Ibrahim, though. What a goat. Yeah, goat. And then going along with J. Cole, I saw something funny. Mm-hmm. Was that uh, Lil Pump is going back on tour, and everyone was having their jokes with him. <laughs> but was was J. Cole right in his song? What's that called on KOD? Um, oh, 1985. 1985? I think people, people were too much credit for that, honestly. I, 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 this is part of the J. Cole stand group. Oh, J. Yeah. Cole, he's a good look at him. Bro. And Loki, 1985 is the reason why Corday is popular because Corday made his own version of that and that blew him up. So, okay. Corday, thank J. Cole. Put, put some respect on Corday. No, no. <laughs> you Cole fans are doing too much. A person with half a brain cell could have could have predicted that. Yeah. He wasn't going to make it in the industry. Corday, he dropped the Slim Shady, uh, My Name is Remix. And of course, 1985 no, they were all fire. remix. They're all exactly. Come on. I was playing. I'm playing. 
there you go. Put some respect on Corday. And also, I also watched his TED Talk too, if you haven't yet. His high, high level. I think it was high level, high level. TED Talk. Was it good? Oh, it was good. It was good. Come on, man. Um, do, you know, do, you know, do you know what the um, digest or dissect podcast is? Mm-hmm. Right? The guy, he just did um, a TED Talk. I need to watch that. Oh, seriously? I think he was, yeah. He was going through Kanye music, I think. Mm-hmm. I need to see that because he's really good. It's definitely so. And Corday, he will be dropping, I don't know. It's July now. I yeah. mean, he said, I mean, he he said am- this year, right? You saw he admitted that his first album was better. Yeah, than the but new dude, album. on his TED Talk, he was actually talking about how um, he got criticism for this new project he dropped and he understood it, but he will actually went into like, I want, I, may, I want to say deep depression, but he was in a dark place because of the response for the album. And yeah, it's understandable. It understandable, yeah. So he was taking time for himself to grow and now hopefully he can come back. Yeah. And I always love Corday. Again, I just think it's hard when. J. Cole, Drake, and Kendrick are at the later years of their career. And hip-hop is now trying to find, again, the new school to come up. Yeah. They're aiming at Corday, and it's a lot of big shoes to fill, you know, especially being I so saw, young. Yeah. I saw Missy Elliott tweeted that your second album has to be different than your first album. It has to be creative because from mm-hmm. there, people will put you in a box and yep. say that's the type of music you make. Mm-hmm. And he kind of just made a worse version of his first album, which is already <laughs> – I did not like it. And it's already – He's already very highly compared to J. Cole and yeah. Chance the Rapper due to yeah. his like raspy voice. Mm-hmm. He's a little lisp and mm-hmm. just like the subject matter he talks about. So to kind of break out of the box, he didn't really need it. I don't like his hype songs over trap beats and I and he's really good over like the boom bappy type mm-hmm. beats. But I think it's time for him to maybe experiment with something else. Mm-hmm. He's really popular and he's like yeah. really respected in the industry. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I don't know what goes into it. I feel mm-hmm. like he'd be able to have access to some different types of producers and yeah. to some uh, different sounds. Yeah, I feel bad. And what Missy said is right because, again, the sophomore slump, it's a serious thing. And it, it really it kills yeah. artists. It, it'll, it'll kick you out of the industry so quick. Because yeah. uh, you'd, def- yeah. mm-hmm. you'd rather have an album that does worse because it's experimental mm-hmm. than because it's a worse version of the first one you made. Because mm-hmm. then people don't trust where you're going to go next. I'm trying to think who's someone who made like a really experimental album. Like I want to say sweat. second so quick. It's it's different, but I want to say go so left field because you're going to confuse people. At the end of the day, just drop another good project and just probably do something Not else. Not completely left field. Yeah. But for example, this was it his second album? Because now including mixtapes, Mac Miller drops Blue Slide Park. That oh, is insane. Has the, no, no, listen. Okay. That's the bad album. People, it's rated like a two on Pitchfork or something. Disrespectful. Then disrespectful. Very disrespectful. It's because mm-hmm. it was really frater- like frat rap is what yep. they would call yeah, it then. Yeah, frat rap, yeah. And then he comes in and drops Macadelic. Oh, yeah, Macadelic, yeah. Which is completely different, inspired by the mm-hmm. Beatles and rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And it was completely different. At the time, Mac could have easily kept going into the genre that was getting him mm-hmm. so popular and frat rap yeah. and having all the songs like Blue- on Blue Slide Park and all mm-hmm. this stuff. Um, and he changed up and he made something that was experimental. And mm-hmm. luckily for him, it worked. And I think it's even looked at more now respected. Yeah. And he drops, honestly, all of his albums from there on out were really different. We watching yeah. movies, mm-hmm. and you got Faces, then Divine mm-hmm. Feminine, and Good AM goes back to rapping mm-hmm. hard, then swimming and circles are yeah. such a different thing. Mm-hmm. So but I, it's also a good an pr- evolution, you know. Yeah, it's also an evolution, and every artist has a different path. And Mac, yeah. his evolution is like drastic, and it all dealt with it's what really he had fast his too. life. Exactly. He was so young, mm-hmm. and Corday is young as hell. So I'm, I, I give him time. He's like 23 yeah. years old. And it's tough he, when you're good. when you're rich, right? When, when you're starting up and you're hustling, right? You have a lot of material. This is kind of like the Eminem dilemma. He had a lot going on and a lot to write about. What does forty what forty nine year old Eminem 
have to rap about when he's living in his house. Yeah. He can't go nowhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's hard. I mean, especially when I see with Hove, it's so incredible what he did because even at this stage of the game, he still has something to say. <clears throat> That's the hard yeah, part he, in hip hop, you know? I was watching an interview today with Jay-Z where he said he's mm-hmm. not working on any material right now mm-hmm. because he's like, I don't have anything to say. Yeah. And that's good. Like sometimes you don't, something like Eminem, you have so much material out. Like mm-hmm. I know your fans are begging for you to drop. Yeah. You don't have to. And maybe he should do something where it's just very feature heavy and he's mm-hmm. putting on new artists. And yes. once again, please don't use the trap beats. <laughs> Those can stay with someone else. <laughs> DA got that dope. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I said, "God, man. we don't need that. We don't know. We don't need to take Keith B. We uh, you can do you can do something different, M. Yeah. And then yeah. you know, I know you changed Logic into your top five albums of the year. Yes. Um, he dropped a really cool documentary. I haven't finished it yet, mm-hmm. but I've always said I'm a huge fan of during album rollouts dropping mm-hmm. a documentary because it's so cool, especially yeah. for these young artists who are so mm-hmm. inspired from you to see what you like, how you go about creating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you get I, a chance to watch it? I saw. I'm like 20 minutes in. I still gotta watch the rest of it. Yeah. But again, like you said, I love when artists do this. I mean, and Logic's been doing this for so long. Um, mm-hmm. Starting back to under pressure, just recording behind the scenes, how he's recording, meeting up with fans. I mean, that's the type of stuff that I think really separates separates an artist. I, mm-hmm. And I need that content, man. When J Cole dropped, what was it for the what uh, project? Was it for off season? Right. Yeah, it's sick. Oh no. Ten, it's yeah, on ten minutes yeah, that one. Off season, yeah. But, but yeah, the Revenge of the Dreamers documentary is mm. possibly my favorite YouTube video ever in the world to watch. Really, like watching them do be in mm-hmm. like the studio and re- recording Wells Fargo mm-hmm. when like it's JID yeah. and all of them the Earth Gang jumping around mm-hmm. in a booth. It's so sick, and you're seeing Cole make Middle Child and mm-hmm. tuning it up, and he's done it for Four Your Eyes only. Mm-hmm. And there's songs on there that he unreleased that mm-hmm. are out. Um, I think it's such a cool idea, and more people should do it. And Tyler did one for, uh, mm-hmm. what, what's the album for? Um, Cherry Bomb he made yeah. one. There's definitely some Logic docs that I really love, but the one that stands out for me, is if you've seen it, it was Rick Rubin and Jay Z on the Black album, and they're doing yes. different recordings, and one of yeah. them was for Ninety Nine Problems. And man, aren't you sharp as a whip? Or whatever <laughs> yeah. he says in his white voice. Dude, I love yeah, that- Rick Rubin. Oh my god, he's he is yeah. incredible, incredible dude. Oh my god! Yeah, and Jesus. they're discussing how the song should start, and he's like, "Oh, I think it should start a cappella," mm-hmm. and then the beat smashes in, mm-hmm. and it's just so cool seeing Jay Z in the house, and it's just awesome. Yeah, and you never very see smart, that, yeah. and it's inspirational too. I know when I watched the off-season uh, doc, that was mad inspirational. Yeah. When he was talking about holding songs, how he held Middle Child, and he was like, "Man, I can't do this for this long," and he let yeah. it go. Man, mm-hmm. go and to go along with some other goats. My favorite producer ever, mm-hmm. DJ Premier, coming out with a new album. And this is actually, I watched a whole interview with him and Anthony Fantano. This is one album in a series of a bunch of famous producers who are celebrating the 50th birthday of hip-hop, which is coming up next year, I believe. Okay. And they are all, every week, releasing a new album. So there's like a, uh, there's a Swiss B album coming out. I think it's mm-hmm. a bunch, I forgot what other producers it is. But every week or every month, there's going to be a new famous producer who's going to drop an album compilation. And this is for 50 years of hip-hop. Yes. That's awesome. Which is cool. It's awesome. Oh, man. Swiss Beats is one of my favorites, too. Yeah. You don't know how much I love Swiss. Man, zone, zone, zone. (laughs) And this album from Primo uh, is awesome. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. So I saw, he said the Joey Badass one was supposed to be on Joey's album, but Joey said it didn't really fit. Um, So I'm glad we got to see it still happen. Uh. Then you got terrible two, two, uh, 
Terrible Twos with Run the Jewels. That's my favorite song on the album. Mm-hmm. The beat is crazy. Um, it's cool hearing Drake be sampled in the scratching. Uh, there's the one with um, Remy Ma and Rhapsody, Remy Rap. Rhapsody, mm-hmm. no gender involved, I think is one of my favorite rappers ever. I just oh. love the way she writes. She goes off on this. She's and you got the, um, I'm, I'm blanking on the name of it, but with Slick Rick and Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Root you know, of All. Yeah, Root of All. I'm, it's mm-hmm. all about money. Mm-hmm. And actually, that song, DJ Premier, was for Logic's album. Logic wrote a whole wow. verse for it about money. So then Logic so then Logic asked if Primo could get Wayne on it. Wayne mm-hmm. got on it. And then Logic ended up using that verse on a different beat. So then he rewrote his mm-hmm. verse, and it didn't stick to the topic as much. So then Primo just told him, like, I'm not going to use your verse anymore. Damn. And then reached out to Slick Rick. <laughs> but it's cool. Logic almost had a song yeah. with Wayne. But oh, man. And we've, I've said this before. Wayne. Get on more of these beats. He destroyed it. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I love him on the boom bap, on the just the '90s era flow, mm-hmm. or even on some Tyler the Creator production because mm-hmm. he's killed every feature with him. Yep. Um, I like this Wayne verse is crazy. I love uh, it. It was crazy. I think for me though, for that song, the standout was Slick Rick. I'm yeah. not sure if the, how. I don't know when that was recorded, but I'm assuming it was very recently. recently. And recently. yo, 2022, Slick Rick, bro. Yeah. Wow. I he, love he his did voice. His thing. I love his voice too. Remy Ma needs more respect too. I love, I, I obviously Remy Ma is known for her beefs or whatever with other female rappers. I know the one for Nikki would stay strong, mm-hmm. would stand strong. But I mean, to see her and Rhapsody come together to, to yeah. body this track, amazing, man. And is he releasing more? Because it was like volume one. There should be more I volumes think, maybe. I think the volume one might be a part of this whole 50 year thing. So volume two might not be him. Mm, That's what I think it is. I got you. But I'm not positive. Oh, that would be crazy if they all did that. Like volume one was pre yeah. volume two, Swiss, volume three, Timberland, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, oh, that'd, that'd be, be crazy. And it was a really um, good interview with Anthony Fantano. Mm-hmm. I highly suggest that. I was also just to shout it out, watching an interview of uh, Kevin Hart and Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Really good interview. Um, that's on YouTube. Recently? Yeah. yeah. Came out okay. like a couple days ago. Oh, is that when he announced that he wasn't writing anything until yeah. he gets inspired? I need mm-hmm. to see that. I also saw two that 50 Cent should have been on a primo beat, actually. Really? But because he signed to Dre and M, right when the song was about to get ready, Dre called him and said, we have to cut him, my guy. He's not releasing anything until his debut album drops because okay. we don't want to lose th- anything. anything. Okay, I, th- I thought you were going to say because it's like East Coast. And uh, I would say no, that because no, no. I know Dre definitely has respect for Premier. Everyone yeah. does. Oh, um, honestly, if it wasn't for Honestly, it's really close between Dre and Primo as my favorites. Yeah. It's between you those can't go two. wrong. And Primo was telling the story about how the game, he was like putting his son to bed and the game FaceTimed him. So he's like, oh, what's up? Like, I'm putting my son to bed. Is anything important? He goes, FaceTime me back. And he gets on the FaceTime and it's Kanye West and the game and someone else and a bunch of famous artists in the room. And they're like, yo, we made the song easy. Like, we need you to do scratches right now. And it's cool because Kanye is telling Primo's son, like, your your dad inspired me. Mm -hmm. So it's really cool to see Primo get that love from Kanye. Obviously, he's on um on graduation. I'm always bad with thinking of songs at the top. But you know oh, um, everything I'm not maybe yeah, everything. Everything I, I am, yeah. Choo, 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 choo. Yeah. So I, I love when yeah I love when Primo gets his love. Man, I miss the old that man got me into hip hop. Honestly, he is the goat. Um, what was I about to say about Primo? Um, shoot, man, I forget. That's tough. But again, one of the goats. One of the goats for sure. And then uh, also. The Calvin Harris single dropped, which yeah. I'm mad excited for his project. It's easily going to be one of the best of the year. Yeah. All the tracks are going to be amazing. Yeah, I just wish it dropped in June. 
just it's a little past summer. Just it's such a summery album. Yeah, that would be no great to have for the entire summer. No one is dropping neither. Like all the yeah. big artists. This but is I'm the a, thing, though, man. Everything is coming and going. Yeah, I know. everything is coming and going. Like it's actually really bad. The fact that Kendrick dropped, and I was like, okay. It's I get there's no man. replay value, but like still, for that to happen to Kendrick too is insane. Yeah, it's a changing climate, but I really like the 21 mm-hmm. Savage song so far. I think mm-hmm. that's my favorite one. And Poison really? definitely grew on me. Mm-hmm. This one I can't say I'm going to listen to as much just because of Crazy. my personal music interests. Mm-hmm. But did you, you fuck with the song? Bro, dude, I was, I was yeah. grooving, bro. It's, <laughs> it goes crazy. It goes crazy. I love, and this is, this is my dream team right here. Halsey's one of my favorite female artists of all time. I, I love Halsey. She's great. Um, Justin Timberlake, he is my guy. Wait, sexy back plays. <laughs> Y'all better make some room. Suit and tie. Mm. Oh my God. Suit and tie, mirrors. Bro, JT is the GOAT, period. And Pharrell, <laughs> I don't got to say nothing about Pharrell. Yeah. Another anticipated album that's dropping is Black Dot's album, which I think it drops, what, in uh, August? I didn't even see he was dropping a new album. Is it part of his Streams of Thought Series? No, this he's dropping an album in uh, August, and he's been dropping singles leading up to the album. The Shit. album is called Cheat Codes. And you already heard it so far. You've heard like No Gold Teeth, the one of Joey yeah. Badass called Because um, with uh, Dylan, I think it's Cartlin. Um, and they dropped a new one, Aquamarine, featuring Michael Kiwanuka. Hopefully I didn't mispronounce yeah. that, but I probably is it good? did. Oh my God. This is my stickler, Black Thought. He is one of the greatest of all time, period, right? And for me, he's top 10. Yeah. But he still doesn't have that album. You get what I'm saying? Out of all the rappers, yeah. he's a rapper. Of course, he has the stuff with the roots, but that's again the same argument with Outcast. Andre doesn't have his own project. Lockbot yeah. has his own projects, but there's none that's like that album, which I do count towards on my yeah. ghost status list. I guess my argument against that about comparing mm-hmm. it to Outcast is that he still is the main rapper on all the roots albums. Mm-hmm. Compared to Outcast, it's splitting halfway. And there's some songs that Andre 3000 isn't even on. Mm-hmm. Um which is like kind of annoying when you're listening to an Outkast album, you don't get both yeah. of them on one song. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's a little bit different, but I know you mean. I'm not even sure when he started releasing single, like solo stuff. I think oh. it's more recently. All I know is streams of thoughts. What you're talking about, yeah, which I, love I did those like. But the thing is, for me, with the production, <clears throat> I didn't love the production, and I'm like, man, if Black Thought had some crazy production, like imagine if you had Primo and like for real, yeah. the, big, the big dogs, it'd be game over. But I didn't like the production volume one as much. Volume one, I used to be obsessed with. Yeah. Um, there's a one with Rhapsody. It's a crazy song. Mm-hmm. I think this one will be better. The way it's looking, the features, man. I Conway, so. CSR of Conway, ASAP Rocky, uh, Raekwon, Run the Jewels. Nah, this is contender oh, for oh, one yeah. of the best albums of the year. Man, Conway's bars are just so... He's just a creative-ass guy. I love the way he writes. Hey, man. Flex, come on, bro. You got Conway bad? Man, you should have dropped the bomb on them. <laughs> come on. They deserved it. They did. But, yo, that's everything we got to talk about for today. If you tune into the very end, we appreciate you guys. Continue the support. Uh, we can't thank you guys enough. But that's all we got to talk about today. Make sure you guys uh, stay healthy. You know, do what you got to do. And yes, sir. stay on that grind. Indie artists, stay on that grind. And don't forget to submit the music. But we are out. Peace. Peace.